Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Shoneswood Effects. Shoneswood Effects is from Regina, Saskatchewan, right here in Canada. We love them, we use them. In fact, we recorded this intro and theme music using them. So check out Kev's work on Instagram at Shoneswood and get into it. Welcome to the Cultured Guitarist. My name is Artfully Al. And with me, as ever, is the Krispy Kreme Casper. I bought Krispy Kreme donuts last did week. Did you really? Yes, oh, I did. Wow. Look at that. Yeah, there was a, a local school was doing a band trip fundraiser. And they sold and Krispy Kremes? Yeah. <laughs> Ten bucks a box. I was all like, right. I bought two of them. They're all gone. <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> right on. We are uh, incredibly overjoyed to have somebody who's um, a, a new friend, but also a good friend of another good friend. Whom we're not going to mention this time. We're definitely going to mention him this episode. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, we have, oh man, I forgot to ask. That was the thing. I, I was just seeing saying before we started recording, folks. I was forgetting to do something important, and here it is, and now it's immediately biting me in the butt. Hmm. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, and I meant to ask him. I thought to ask but that, But we too. have Kevin, <laughs> name I don't know how to pronounce, from Sound well, Slice Effects. How do we say your last name? <laughs> it's, it's Leclerc. Oh, Leclerc, I okay. I, I was so close. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but I don't say it like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess it's, it's Leclerc, but... I suppose you will be saying Leclerc, which makes me like uh, some kind of a convenience store uh, employee <laughs> or something like that. It's, it's really weird. Oh, boy. That would have been a good nickname. Convenient Kevin. Uh, yeah, no. Anyway. Yeah, no. Convenient <laughs> yeah you, you can go with Convenient Kevin. Well, you know, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking with uh, Layla from Tuna Tone Instruments, I was, because I'd only ever interacted with her online via Instagram before, and I wasn't sure how to properly pronounce her name, and I wanted to be doubly sure, and I asked her before we started recording, and then promptly screwed it up. Yep. First thing. <laughs> like, literally 40 seconds yeah, after she I felt gave you a lesson so on how to pronounce dumb. it. Her name's not even particularly uh, hard to say. I know. Like, Kev's last name, that, that. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, for, it's, it's a little hard for us, for us, sing, uh, English only speakers and, and and I felt so bad doing it because uh, I kind of have a bit of a, a, a like hero crush on on, on Layla. <laughs> so it's like, oh, and my wife totally busted me on it too. Oh yeah, she was, I bet. Yeah, it's like you fouled it up because you have a crush on that lady. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, right on. <laughs> How you doing, Kev? Man, like it's it's great to have you on, buddy. Like, we're excited. I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Cool. Yeah. So sound slice effects, that's you. Yeah, that will be my little <laughs> guitar pedal business. <laughs> nice. Right on. Well, we usually start off the episode by kind of just going on about uh, what's recent in our lives. So let's start with uh, you, Casper. What's been going on this week in Casper's guitar life? Well, 
Aside from buying a couple dozen uh, Krispy Kremes, <laughs> which were fantastic. <laughs> That's not guitar. No, no, I'm not ready at all. Um, really, I just keep I'm just plugging away, man. Uh, I kind of found a, another connection to my acoustic guitar again. I've been playing a lot of pedals, a lot of electric with my my pan, and I just kind of slid it all to the side. Mm. After we actually have some really exciting news that happened to us this week, but have you forgotten already? I mean, I'm thinking of one thing in particular about your acoustic I'd really like to talk about. Oh, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> so. You get, you've you led this, you've led us down this path, man. Right. you got to take us up the mountain, no Sherpa. Uh, okay, so I started playing my acoustic guitar some more, and Al told me one thing that I was doing wrong, and I didn't believe him, and he was right, and it was his thing he was right. I was thinking about the other thing you were talking about. <laughs> God, I'll embarrass you in a minute. Okay. Uh, no, we uh, we had a, a pedal arrive at the door. Right. I, are we talking about that? I want to touch on it. It's uh, pretty wicked. Okay. All right. Um, it's a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a we had a pedal arrive from England. Yeah. Which was pretty darn cool from uh, Hello Sailor Effects. Joe mm-hmm. Joe shipped us a pedal. Yeah, so we're going to do a little yeah, play just... review on that mm-hmm. uh, in a future episode. Once we've spent some real some some real time with it. Yeah. So it was cool. It just it just arrived. Yeah. It was so, really cool. Thank you, Joe. Joe. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool little Range Master pedal. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about uh, what about you, Kevin? What's been going on in uh, Kevin Land this week? Uh, well, pretty much the release of, uh, the Niagara, which is a pedal that I just, uh, put out with, uh, Rare Buzz FX and Sean Woods under the name, the four tracks syndicate. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those... Which is, I, it's where three guys, four tracks syndicate, but there was originally a fourth member that just vanished. <laughs> so. Great name honor, too, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we we had a lot of other ideas, which were all bad. <laughs> and the four track syndicate uh, stayed there. That's cool. I like that one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is uh, this is what is actually the big thing this week, and maybe even the week before. That's a pretty cool. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. Yeah, we're gonna. We're going to talk more about that specifically mm-hmm. as we get into the episode because I really want to explore that. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about that thing. Mm-hmm. So. What about you, Al? <laughs> well, I mean, other than yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah. Hello Sailor pedal and uh, yeah, another little box of goodies from someone else that we're not talking about just okay, yet. Okay, okay. Um, although I also really want to, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, I haven't been doing a whole lot new, but I did, uh, I am starting to kind of play more and, uh, do some, do some shows more again. I'll be That's booking cool. some tour stuff. Um, so I played a show at a casino, which is a bit of an unusual venue for me. Cause I'm not usually a casino type act. No. I mean, I don't think of myself that way. When I think casino acts, I generally think of like good quality cover bands or sure something like that but i don't know i think you're yeah i think you fit everywhere man i mean vegas casino acts get uh, all levels so yeah. that's a whole different thing but 
Yeah, so I broke the board out. I tried out the new uh, layout, some new mm. panels and stuff. Pulled into some new effects, I think, too, within your atmosphere, didn't you? Uh, yeah. I worked out a patch on the atmosphere reverb that uh, has a tremolo kind of effect going on. Cool. Which is just one of those cool things you can do with that pedal that it's... Uh, That's a cool pedal, man. Yeah. I got it, too. You do? You oh, do. this is a good pedal. Yeah, I made a trade with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good trade, man. That's that, uh, yeah, that's a good trade. That pedal I don't is... have one yet, but you guys go ahead and talk about yourselves. I'll just sit here. <laughs> that, that pedal is definitely one of those things where I'd be like, I'd run back into the house for a, during a fire to try and <laughs> save that pedal. I, I quite like it. But uh, the, the ability to do cool tremolo on it was not something I th- I. I didn't know you could do that with the pedal, and uh, thanks to its very programmable LFO, uh, you can. Mm-hmm. So, enjoyed some of that. And then I uh, had a good little guitar adventure with you this week, buddy, which, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Let's do it. I, I can see the bus coming. I'll just lay down in the street. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, dear listeners, Casper has this beautiful custom-made Kronbauer Hand, handmade acoustic, world-class instrument, very expensive guitar. Mm-hmm. And he plays it Johnny Cash style. I do. <laughs> with, the, <laughs> with the strap tied up on the headstock. And uh, it, puts it, in a, it, it puts it in a comfy play position for you. And yep. I understand that. And a long, long time ago, I said, I can't stand that, man. Yeah. I hate playing guitars that are like that. It pulls on the headstock and it... Messes with your neck action, puts mm-hmm. undue stress on it, and yada, yada, and, and Casper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, I like whatever. it this way. I like it. Leave me alone. Yeah. And he's been telling he me that. For, yeah. <laughs> he's been telling me that for two years now, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, and so I've been having okay to qualify this. I've been having an issue. <laughs> yeah. He's it's been, an on and off thing for how long now? Oh, yeah, about a year. About a year. About a year. Yeah. Where I get a buzz on the high E string. When fretting, you know, between like the first and fourth, the first and third frets, and it, it's been just baffling just to me. Could and, not figure it out, and every I couldn't figure it out. And every time I go to Trevor, because the luthier that built it lives here, and so I we're friends, and I go and see him, and he plays it, and it doesn't do it. And then I play it, and I'm like, see, look, bring, bring, bring. and it's like it's almost mutes that string, and it's just been baffling me for at least a year. Because it, yeah. it only does it sometimes. It's true. So Casper, I come over to Casper's house and he goes, Al, I got something to show you. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out with the guitar and he goes, play a D chord. All right. I play a D chord. All right. Give me the guitar. And I he, hang it on my he neck. He puts it on. He plays a D chord. High E string buzzes. Doesn't the buzz. It goes, boom. He goes, boom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know we both said that right as Kev's phone vibrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes, guess what I figured out? <laughs> you were right about the stupid strap. You were right about the stupid strap. It made me very happy. I know. And it was because the the angle that I'm holding the guitar at, and I'm pulling in. To, yeah. <laughs> to I'm pulling the guitar in, and I have got a really comfortable bevel that for my right arm or my, my picking hand. So 
it, that sits comfortably and I just, I'm really, I'm folding the damn guitar the, in half and, and, and <laughs> creating this damn problem. Yeah. It's me. It's me. Uh, but you know, so it's, it's funny, man. It's, it's, it's funny. So, it's, you know what? So, so listeners, the reason I didn't do anything about it and I didn't put, a, I didn't want to put a strap button on the gorgeous neck heel <laughs> of my guitar. Well, don't put it on the neck heel, put it on the block inside no. the back of the body. So I'm going to, it's going to go on the neck heel. Okay. It has to happen. <laughs> it's happening. I just, I didn't want to do that. So that's, anyways, that's you win your You could go Willie Nelson style and get one of those like classical guitar straps, straps that yeah, no. hooks into the sound hole. No. Could you imagine me trying to get out of that? No, but you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be a disaster. It'd be an absolute disaster. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get down to the man of the hour. Mm-hmm. The man with the plan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, a good proximity uh, approximation of a plan. Right. That so, that will be better. <laughs> because <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> oh that's not true okay so so kev come on man you i'm i'm looking at your reverb shop on my phone right now and every single pedal you make has a dynamite looking graphic on oh, it i love the artwork on it's these very clean it's very stylish you got something of a plan going on that's <laughs> i could see that much so how did you get started and how did you get uh why pedals? You know, let's start well, there. Well, uh, I got started like five years ago, I think. And probably like many others, I thought that guitar pedals were costing way too much money. And while surfing online, I just discovered kits. And I started buying kits. Started to solder kits and build my own pedals. And at some point, um, people started to ask for me to build them kits and kits started to be too much money so i went and discovered vero board which is uh which is like taking a prototype plate and um simply building the circuit on it without having a pcb mm. uh, i explained that very poorly but um <laughs> this <laughs> this is mainly uh, um like a piece of vero board this is um, holes with copper strips on the um, under it and you just uh, basically with the components build the audio circuit with it and uh, pretty much all the pedals that exist have a vero board version somewhere on the net that you can get and i started making clones uh, with those um, vero board version that you can find online and I started my business with that. We had, me and Buddy, we had like uh, 10 models that we were selling um, online and on Facebook built on Vero board. So I probably built, um, I don't know how many, but I built a lot of pedals on Vero board. And I, to a point where it got easy for me to make Vero board. And a lot of people don't go uh, into making Vero board because, I mean, it's, it's time consuming. You have to drill your holes and stuff like that. And a lot of my experience came with that. And after that, I, I kind of discovered the PCBs that you can buy just only like a PCB. You can buy the circuit from someone. And that thing is going to cost you like $10 and you can build a pedal out of it. And it escalated into uh, 
meeting some really cool people online that just showed me at some point how I can make my own PCBs out of uh, circuits that I create or that I get online. And I'm at the point where I make my own stuff. I make completely my own stuff. And um, I've been making my PCB for maybe uh, the last year. Because before that, uh, I had a really good buddy in Greece, uh, the country Greece, um, that <laughs> was making them for me. <laughs> and um, I was I was helping. I was actually just drawing the schematic and he was making the PCB for me. But uh, he was a super good teacher and he still is. And uh, he basically let me, um, without any help, he just gave me like a couple of instructions and just said to me like go for it try to make it work and if it doesn't we're going to correct it together so he basically let me make uh, pcbs that were not working just to be um just like everybody else have stuff that doesn't work come to your house and just feel the defeat and just try back again so I had some really good teachers and I'm at the point where I'm making stuff that works now and it's all on PCB and uh, for the artwork, I try to, I try to not steal stuff, but sometimes when there's only like one or two pedals that are going to be made, uh, I'm going to take sometimes something out of the internet when I know I'm not going to sell any of it just <laughs> when I'm, when I make it for me, but it, it has happened that I sold a pedal which uh, had artwork that was not mine, but I've got like my little, um, my little rule that says, if you sold that pedal more than five times, you get rid of that artwork and you just pay for it. And um, I've got a really cool dude in Indonesia, which is each city just approached me. And um, I've got a, that really cool dude that makes some of my artwork. Uh, if you look at uh, Wizard of Doom, uh, this is the guy that made the artwork on the top of it. Oh, and that's uh, cool. He's, he's like, it's, it's actually crazy. He starts with a sketch. I don't even know how he makes that. He starts with a sketch and he just like hangs that with techniques. It's, 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 all, it's all like a, a computer graphics i don't even know man i mean i can't I, I can barely i can barely draw um like um oh now i'm looking for a word and i'm i can barely draw i mean just gonna stop at that i just i mean i always those um do we do, can we say that matchstick as matchstick cartoons or uh oh yeah yeah stickman yeah stick man, yeah. Stick man. yeah i have i have I have trouble making statements. <laughs> so I don't even know if I'm left handed or right handed. You know, that's okay. You're, you're... <laughs> that's awesome. But I, <laughs> but I got good ideas and I got good your, concepts. Your, your artwork have... is inside the pedals. That's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly. Right. And I always had good concepts. I always start with a concept. I have the, uh, the idea in my mind. I have the, the, how it's going to be placed, the colors and everything, the names. But as far as the actual artwork goes, I need to, I need to source my stuff elsewhere. I also <laughs> tried to to get free vectors, uh, free um, free artwork that you can use, and like, well, it says that you cannot make any money with it. It's not like I'm making a lot of money with it. <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, I like I like your pedals, man. I like that uh, every couple of 
well, basically every few pedals you do, you're kind of switching it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want to get stuck. I like but, that uh, a lot. I mean, your your reverb shop is a lot of fun to explore um, because of that, and and they all look super great. I like that the Grayskull Fuzz has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've explored a lot of variations on Skeletor and. This is uh you see there's two of them on the reverb store and the first one is is from one of them it's from an artist that I really like he's making like all those marvel portraits okay and he took like i think he took like like 30 or 40 of the like more famous the most famous marvel characters and he just made portraits with them and those portraits are awesome and I approach that guy and I say, hey, I want to take that Skeletor and I want to pay you for it. I, I cannot pay you like a thousand dollars, but can I pay you like a hundred bucks and use that on my pedal? And he never answered back. And this is when I said to myself, he's probably not paying anything to use it, actually. I mean, I don't think he approached metal to use like Skeletor on his portrait. So, mm. <laughs> I mean, that's probably why he's not answering me back. But I was feeling bad because it's, it's, uh, it's my version of the Superfuss. And I, I did sold a couple of them, and I was not feeling comfortable using that guy's work on it. So I had somebody else uh, do something for me. So the second one that you see that is more black, not blue, it's the one that I made. Um, I mean, a lot of people preferred the, the old one, the blue one, the like the one by the artist. The other guy is also an artist, the one that made the artwork. But I, I think they're on a different level. Uh, yeah. The other guy doesn't talk to me. That one talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like it, man. I, I like it a lot. I'm definitely, I am really turned on by anything that has um, pitfall oh, yeah. on it. So your, your, <laughs> your chop, chop tremolos really got me, uh, got me going on there, man. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the old, um, it's the old Atari. I, I don't even know if it's Atari. Maybe it was like a, a computer system before that. But um, I think no. I you know what? Uh, um, the old, I want to, I want to say the only reason I know this for sure is because I happened to literally two days ago watch uh, a little tiny uh, history video on <laughs> on pitfall and okay i know i (laughs) man i get down some nerdy rabbit holes sometimes and my my nerdy rabbit hole lately has been video game histories yeah yeah and so i've i've been doing a lot of that and and pitfall was an atari original thing was it an atari original okay i was gonna say commodore but there were were ports for it on commodore and a whole bunch of other systems but it was it was Originally an Atari. An Atari. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah, because I think Commodore came after Atari, but I'm not sure on that. Yeah, yeah. it might have been. Uh, now that I'm saying that, it might have been Acclaim. The guys from Atari might have formed their own. Yeah, but it's it's, it. it's a game by Acclaim. That I think. Yeah, is. Mm-hmm. I, the guys that were from Atari, they wanted rights to. Um, royalties from the game sales, and Atari was like, no. And so they they formed a claim and then just made games for Atari anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Made tons of money. <laughs> really like those old colors. Uh, I mean, if you look closely at it, there's like, what, 12 colors on that? Yeah, which is probably yeah. more than there was in the actual game. But This is, this is yeah. <laughs> and this is, uh, 
this is what I like. I, I, I like it when there's not too much uh, details that can like draw you away from what it is actually. It's 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 just a small dude with like a brownish rainbow, like the stripes on Mister yeah. T's van or something. <laughs> I love it. On yeah. the back of seventies <laughs> boogie van stripes. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's super creepy seventies stuff with the alligator that's never gonna catch him and like gold, <laughs> gold not even not even hidden under a, not under. But oh, uh, you know, I love it though, man. I I look at it and I'm just instantly like I'm six years old again <laughs> <laughs> playing Atari. <laughs> that's great. Well, um, I did play a lot of Atari. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do a really cool thing. When you finish, I've been watching. Uh, you, you put a lot or a few videos, anyways, up of the actual coding you put over the artwork, and it's like oh, yeah. torch on or something. Like, what is it's what is epoxy? The, hey? It's a crazy it's, uh, process. What is that all about? How do you how'd you come across that? It all started with uh, you. You actually need to finish your pedals because I use I use decals. I, um, if you make pedals and you want to make a living out of it, or if you want to be successful. You don't do what I do. You 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 take like you take <laughs> you take the UV printing uh, approach. You make your pedals with uh, a big printer, and they're gonna be UV printed. Or I don't know what what is the best process right now, but they're get they're getting printed or they're screen printing to like the shirts. Um, this is what you do when you want to make a lot of boxes <laughs> and you want them to be uh, resistant to uh, to damage. And the thing is that you, you have to do like 10 or more of that to be valuable. And in Canada, there's not that many people around where I live that offer that kind of service. Mm. So I was looking at maybe like 15, 20, $25 a box uh, just to have my, 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 my heart work on it. And I needed something that was like affordable and that well that will be costing me less money than than the other uh, the other approach that were available. So I tried a lot of things. I tried like the, the, the spray can and like putting varnish and all. Nothing was working, and it was always a question of like your finger marks are going to be on top of it. It's going to melt. It's going to be sticky. There's always right. something. And I came across this dude is an Australian on YouTube and he's just showing like how to pour epoxy on top of your pedals. And I kind of had a lot of experience with resins and masks and stuff like that, latex. And I just said to myself, yeah, it's, it's kind of easy. It's like you just do a table and that's it. So I destroyed about 12 enclosures until I'm not destroyed them, but they were not to my liking mm. um, until I just realized upon reading further that you can apply heat to uh, the surface to break up the bubbles and get rid of the um, milky, um, mm -hmm. get rid of milky look it gives. So uh, being an ex-welder, uh, the blowtorch came to my mind really, really fast. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you actually so set on fire though? Like seriously? Well, sometimes, sometimes there's that, uh, cause I don't do the sides. Uh, okay. I think it's uh, w when you think about a big pedal board and it's like it's 10 pedals and it's like uh, one sixth of one sixteen. Oh, this is uh, something really hard to say. One sixteen yep. with the TH yep. after yep. <laughs> when you do when you have that thickness to add to each of the sides of a pedal and you've got 10 of them. Uh, I, I find it like it's it's got no use. You don't have to pour epoxy on the sides. Right. So I just 
tape very uh, meticulously, meticulously mm-hmm. uh, on my sides. And I just made sure that it makes like a beautiful edge. And I just torched the top of them and I tried to not set any fires. But <laughs> it can happen sometimes that there's like pieces of tape that are going to be caught by a flame or something. Right, right. But uh, most of the time I'm, I'm super careful. And uh, I've got like, uh, maybe I've been doing that like 200 times on 200 pedals so mm. far. So I, I've got it like a good uh, technique so far. Well, it's it's a really, really attractive look. It creates this kind of like thanks, thanks. um, It's super like kind of like remember the the old like glass like yeah. There's a I was thinking remember the old like jelly stickers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have one on my pedal. Yeah, you know, it kind of kind of looks like that, but on the top of your pedal. But uh, and I and I'm just because I haven't physically handled one of your pedals yet. Uh, but I'm sure it's very hard. I'd imagine <laughs> not, it's like dragon not, skin. Not jelly-like <laughs> at all. Yeah. It, it looks and, super good. And Yeah, it's really, really attractive looking. Thanks, guys. You can actually wash it. You can actually take like Windex and wash it with a cloth. So nothing's going to come off. I mean, the artwork is safe. It's under something. And uh, the other thing that's cool is that since it's not printed, I can put as many colors as I want because it's, it's a decal. Mm-hmm. It's, right, it, it's 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 an image that's like under a sheet of glass. Yeah, which is cool because like I think that's the best way to put it. It's yeah. like under a sheet of glass. Like yeah, that's a, exactly. It's a cool depth to it. I really love it. I mean, like you know when when you so I'm looking at your death and glory here. Oh yeah. Um, and that is that is artwork that you would just not normally see on a pedal because it's so detailed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super. I, I'm a mystery. Um. I'm, I'm a geek about historical stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. And this is a, this is a painting by Polizzi Verso. Uh, this is a painting that's actually in Phoenix. And uh, it was made by a French guy. So I can actually use that image. It's, 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 it's old enough. Oh, and wow. this is, it's, it's got tons of error in it. It's not accurate, but as you can probably see, yeah. it, it depicts gladiator fighting. Mm-hmm. And um, at, actually, at, at first, it was another pedal that I made. And this pedal was, uh, I, I made like one or two of them. I think I'm, and I'm, we made two. Uh, I made two of them, and I did not like the outcome of the effects that were in it and everything. And at some point, I had this other pedal that I had in mind that I wanted to do. And I just took back the the artwork and just used it on that one because I like it so much. Oh, that's mm. a, that's a good decision, man. Because it's it is a cool looking pedal. Yep. I just oh. wish I could see the real painting. I, it's supposed to be. I, I don't remember how big it is, but it's 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 kind of really big, and it's it, it's in an art gallery in Phoenix. Cool. That would be very rad. Um, is there a is there a reason it seems like most of your pedals are drive focused or fuzz focused, dirt focused? Like it seems like, uh, and I, <laughs> it almost seems like you, you wanted to be the guy, the purveyor of doom metal. <laughs> just <laughs> well, I just wanted to have one doom pedal. I just wanted to have one. And the, the wizard of doom, that I do uh, is actually 
it's 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 on loan. One of my friends, the, the same guy, my teacher in Greece, uh, is the one that made that. It's it's a sabracadabra. I don't know if you know about that one by Catalan Bread. Oh yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. 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 But it's got it's got a back sandal EQ on it, and he he had it like um, he had it like um, a switch to flip between germanium or silicon clipping. It's not that revolutionary, but um, I've got a way of making them, and they have less gain than the Sabra Cadabra, so it's less noisy and it's in my opinion, more usable than the original one. But mine wouldn't exist if it wasn't of the original one. And this is uh, this is my body's circuit, and he's, he's okay with me um, like producing a pedal out right. of it. He's actually selling boards for that, but uh, I liked it so much that I asked him if I will be able to sell it as a complete pedal. And the other Doom pedal you're probably looking at is the one with uh, the skulls on it, um, which I got uh, the uh, the X Oblivion. Love that. Oh name. yeah, I really Love like that, that pedal. And um. this one is not super special, but it it it's it's really funny. It comes from uh, a thread in a forum because uh, I bought at some point a real Boss FZ2. And I, I had it and I did not buy it. I, I had it in a trade and uh, like for a very, I mean, it was, it was a trade where I was all win. I, Cause I just, I'm, I, I said to myself, I'm just going to flip that pedal. Cause it's like, it's worth 300 bucks now. And I'm just, I'm, I yeah. traded it for like a hundred bucks pedal. And so I played with it a little bit. And I just said to myself, at some point I'm going to make one. And that is exactly what I did. I, I, I traced back the circuit with, one that was available online because i did not and i'm telling you right now i did not buy the pedal and reverse engineered it uh the circuit was available and i'm, I'm not i'm not that savvy um I, I found the circuit online i just traced it and i just took the boost section out of it because a lot of people were saying that the boost was really cool with that pedal and it is the boost section of the the fuzz that is really cool but it's it's a it's a three-way toggle you have to choose between fuzz one fuzz two and boost so you cannot have all three at all time and a lot of people were saying i need two fz2 because i want to boost the fuzz with another fz2 and what i did is basically make the fz2 on one side and the boost of the fz2 on the other side oh. and <laughs> There's actually two FZ2 in that, and since you don't need one fuzz after the other, it's basically just like if you had two on the floor. And it's not the end of the world. It's not <laughs> super special, but for the price that I think I'm selling them, it's really useful if you want to have an FZ2 and being able to boost it with the perfect boost because mm -hmm. it's the perfect boost for that circuit. Mm. It's a cool it's sounding same. pedal. You know, all of your pedals, I got to say, I'm really, really impressed at your, your pricing. Because mm. um, yeah. I, th I think you could probably be charging uh, more and, and some people would. Right? <laughs> Just being honest here, Casper. <laughs> I always like try to make my my price climb up a little bit, and I know it's 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 double sided edge because if you don't sell your pedals uh, at a higher price, people are going to think that it's cheap. 
but if you sell them at too much of a price, you're not going to sell them. So I'm kind of stuck in the middle where I'm comfortable selling them at that price because I'm not, I'm not doing as much research and I'm not doing as much uh, R&D as some of the other people does. And there's, there's circuits, there's pedals that I did build that I'm trying to like get more out of them and I did work more on them, but some others I did not. Those are just like clones with something that I had on it. And I mean, I claim them as my own by putting another name on it, but I'm not super comfortable saying, oh, I did so much work on that. So it's worth, it's worth like $400 now. It's not the way I see it. And I well, try but to... I mean, you're still putting together and it's, there's still a made in Canada thing by a, a talented builder and mm-hmm. uh you're definitely putting a lot of work into them and into the art and stuff like i i i yeah. think and i'm not trying to say charge more i'm just <laughs> i'm just saying uh, <laughs> i think there's something pretty cool to be said about being able to buy a pedal from a really cool guy and victoria is, is victoriaville yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah in victoriaville quebec canada for a hundred and forty bucks, say for your your tremolo that you've got here, or a hundred and eighty for the gray skull fuzz, or only two hundred and thirty bucks, and these are all Canadian prices, by the way, to our to our listeners elsewhere. Um, for the ex oblivion fuzz, which is cheap, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I, that's those are great great prices. It's really really cool. They're inexpensive, um, yeah, by comparison well, to what you know, yeah. The value, I, the is, value certainly is there. Is there exactly? That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would never say the value is not there. It is there. Well, as much as I can build them and sell them, because right now I'm at the point where I sell what I build. Uh, I've got like, I've got like, I've got like one of each on reverb, and I physically have them, but it's not like I've got ten of them. I've just got one. Right. And right. And when I sell one. I have to go back on a bench and make another one. And <laughs> that's, such I mean, really I do, cool. I do a lot of things. I, I've got, I've got, I've got another company, which is the one that brings money. And <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got kids also. I try to be present at home and I'm, I try to see that pedal adventure as a really, really grown up person. Hobby. And as soon as I'm, more going into the um, the business side of it, like the, the, the too much business side of it, like it, it takes upon my personal life or it just it takes up on my job. And I, I have like, um, I have like uh, things to do in the pedal company that actually um, hinders my other activities, which are important in my life. I know that there's a problem and I try to keep it as, fun as possible and so far i'm able to do that with i mean that pricing the number that i sell and the number that i build but i do know that if um i sell a little bit more because it it hasn't come down it always comes up and if i'm do actually sells uh, at a point where i cannot build uh, i know this is this will be the moment where i will have to like raise my prices a little bit that's but okay. You know, that's I'm the on, I'm, of on, the game. I'm on the edge. I'm on the edge right now. <laughs> and you said uh, a little bit earlier why I'm 
more drive oriented instead of like modulations and delays and stuff like that. And I've got a really good answer for that. And the answer is there is so many talented builders doing crazy stuff and you it's it, i mean it's it's so hard to grasp all the concepts about all that and not so far away i remember like starting to work on the old pt2399 delay chips and not soon i mean not soon not not so far after that came in the fv1 chip and now people are using processors and it's it's all code now I mean, people are coding on their computer stuff to put in their pedals. And I'm not in the game. I'm not in the game at all. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I tried a couple of things, but it's not my cup of tea. I just cannot invest that kind of time into that. It's the same thing with, uh, like, real Germanium stuff, like the real tone benders that are all, like, perfectly biased with the perfect <laughs> transistors and everything. I I can make a tone bender. I've got the transistors to make them, but I will never put as much time as someone who sells them four hundred dollars with like the perfect enclosure and the perfect. I, I mean, it, I, I cannot go there. And this is <laughs> yeah, where I don't think I you have to draw the line. I, yeah, I, yeah. You know, there's room out there for everybody, and everybody can do their own unique thing. And I think you should kind of follow your heart a little bit, mm -hmm. and and. To, to be blunt, making drives are easy. Making fuzzes <laughs> are easy. It's it's actually easy. Yeah, you just well, have to you just have to find something that you like and just play around. I think I mean we we know they're the easier circuits. They're they're the first ones most people start out with, and exactly. they were. I like how you say almost. Easy. Uh, okay, in, <laughs> well, I like I'm not saying in. there's not skill this involved. So I'm just easy. saying it's really easy. It's easy to do, but circuit-wise, they are lost. simpler. Right. They were the first, you know. Well, it's easier to pedals. understand a fuzz circuit yeah. than understand a, a delay circuit. Right. And yeah. I mean, just 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 change a resistor out of a out of a delay circuit. Uh, you might not have a delay anymore. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if you change a resistor out of a fuzz circuit, you're just gonna have a crappy fuzz. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's still gonna work. I'm not. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of trying to get at. Is just <laughs> that's a great description of that. <laughs> uh, I, I like one of my favorite things, and this is uh, this is why a lot of the show has been kind of uh leaning on pedals a little bit is because there's such a huge world of builders out there and especially in the smaller builder community like yourself and and uh and so many others that everybody's kind of doing something a little different but at the same time everybody's doing something a little bit the same mm -hmm. and, exactly and uh it's kind of fun to see like well what's you know just to use a mutual friend of ours uh, Kevin Schoen you know, like there's there's the Shoneswood Shroup fuzz, and then there's you know the Ex Oblivion fuzz, and everybody's got fuzz pedals, but they're all a little different, and they all kind of suit different players mm -hmm. and different styles and different songs, and that's awesome. Yep. You know, if if we all we needed was one fuzz, there would only be, be one, one fuzz. fuzz. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and I I'm gonna kind of continue with that too because I'm not a huge fuzz guy, but some of my favorite pedals right now 
are fuzz pedals. It's the weirdest thing. And your one one of your fuzz pedals is a huge pedal. It is. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it takes up more real estate on my board than anything else. And I, I actually really love that pedal. Um, and it's probably like two or three parts inside of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, listening to the some of the demos of, of your pedals online and, you know, I, I'm digging it like big time. And, you know, there's there's three or four other builders that are building just dynamite fuzz pedals that <laughs> I never would have thought that that would be my shtick that I really got into. But I'm I'm feeling it. Oh, man. Uh, I can't remember the name of the the, per, the Instagram handle. But a little while back, I, I reshared a picture from someone um, who's just a hardcore fuzz collector. Mm-hmm. And they assembled all their pedals and there was probably 400 pedals. Damn just laid out across the floor of a living room <laughs> and they were all fuzz pedals it was just like holy smokes <laughs> well that's fuzz a serious fall, collector fall, fuzz falls into a couple of categories which is um i, I don't like all the fuzz uh, there's categories that you know f- like pedals falls into a couple of those categories and i tend to like the really old school ones i mean Everybody remembers like uh, some of the old Rolling Stone songs, and right. I mean, we all know that that song we cannot get rid of, and I, I tend to be attracted to pedals that does that. It's it's an instant effect. I mean, your sound changes all the way right now when you engage it, and I've been I've been trying them all. I mean, I needed to hear what they were all sounding like. And some of them I really didn't like at all, and some others I really did like. And you try to you try to find you try to find your niche into that. Like, what what is it that I like the best in a fuzz? And I kind of think that there's a fuzz for everyone. I agree. But yeah, you have to find it. Yeah, which can be a hunt. <laughs> there's a lot, <laughs> a lot of things to sift through. Um, yeah. Because you can go from like a classic kind of vintagey fuzz face kind of circuit, which you know you could do a David Gilmore type solo, or you could almost just sound like a rhythm overdrive with it, um, or you can get really wacky and extreme and look at like some of the Beatronic stuff, where it's like, what the heck's going on? <laughs> just a yeah. spaceship landing while I'm trying to play doom metal. <laughs> um, it, it, it's a fun, fun world out there. Speaking of, um, I want to switch gears a little bit here. Um, mm. Fun pedals where it's almost a little bit confusing as to what the heck is going on. Let's talk four track syndicate. Let's dive back into that pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're, yeah. you're just doing a you're just doing a big release here with that. So let's let's talk about that. Uh, have I been? Am I correct? In, uh, so in English, we like I read it, and in English that that is Niagara. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tell me about it's, the. Uh, tell me about the Niagara. Tell us about the Niagara. There's two of us here. I'm being very yeah, selfish. Okay. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Casper well, anything. Just me. Taking my headphones well, off. <laughs> to put some some perspective on it, uh, we uh, we at some point at some point I was talking with uh, Kevin Sean. I, I talked to him. It's been like two years, maybe. I don't know. Those goes uh, those goes uh, way too fast. But I think I think it's two years, and. I was I was talking to him about a point like uh, 
you know, those two guys that we talk with them, we talk with them a couple of times and everything. I mean, we could be like forming a group and that group will just be like, we talk on Instagram and we got a group and we just, we just exchange things. And we form a group that, yeah, like that group had a lot of bad names before that. And there were four <laughs> of us. And at some point, um, the four track syndicate came in because it was only four track. But uh, since I'm a really old school gamer, I just like applied syndicate, which is an old school PC game mm-hmm. that I really like it at some point. So like we became the four track syndicate and, uh, Travis, which, uh, was a really cool guy was with us at the beginning, but, uh, you know, a lot of pedal builder, a lot of pedal builders come and another one, and some others go and uh, Travis had sadly to leave everything behind because it was at some point too much for him. And he was an amazing builder. And that guy worked like for uh, like big companies and everything. And he just, he just left the pedal world behind. And it was like, uh, it was only three of us. Now it was me, Kevin Schoen, and it was um, John at the rare boss effects. And me and John were talking about, uh, building something all together and Kevin was with us all the way exchanging crazy ideas and we had like this this idea that we like we're gonna build a pedal that's gonna be on the border because like he's on this on, he's on the United States side I'm on the Canada the Canadian side and Kevin too so I mean we're, we're gonna find something a name that like defines the fact that we're on both sides of the border so Niagara came in because I think you got a side. I mean, I know there is a side in Canada and there's a side in the United States. So <laughs> yeah, our first pedal was going to be called in Niagara, whatever that was. It's cool. a funny. And, it's a funny point for us because I think uh, we Canadians tend to think like, no, Niagara that's ours. Falls, that's ours. That's ours. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, think the Amer- I think the Americans think the same thing. Like, yeah, oh, those a, are our waterfalls. Uh, that's our waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I was I was messing around with some bit crushers. Uh, I had like people asking me about bit crushers, and those were circuits that I bought online. And I had like two or three to do, and I was making them with uh, Bill Murray's face on it. And <laughs> so they they were called the uh, they were called uh, oh I'm, I've got a, I've got a blank right now. I, I'm, I think I called them. It's the um, it was a, it was a play of words with Bill Murray and Bit Crusher. Anyway, I just, I, I, it's Pixel Murray. Is it, was that Pixel Murray? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, just, I just forgot about it. And, and at that point, uh, I talked to John about making our own Bit Crusher. And the fact that we could put like something more crazy in that and... It became, I think we made like four or five revision of what we had in mind. And it became a bit crusher and a distortion running in parallel. And a little bit of each other is mixed into them. So it's not totally a bit crusher and it's not totally a distortion. But you can you can have the bit crusher alone. You cannot have the distortion alone. Yeah, there's always going to be a little bit of bit crushing in the distortion. But what it makes is actually um, it's actually a pedal that's going to take you someplace else. Mm-hmm. And it, I was I was comfortable as John was 
to release it because even if there's like a lot of people doing crazy things, a lot of bit crushers, a lot of advanced stuff, I'm not sure that I've seen a bit crusher and a distortion run into parallel like that. I've seen the, I've seen the both of them on both switch, but not like you don't have a choice. You have to play them both at the same time. And this is an approach I try to use on my repels too, because I try to make a, a concept and I try to um, I try to force that concept onto the players. Like, no, I won't put a, an order on them. I won't put like a choice for you to to, to choose what well uh, which one you want first or second. This is the way that I put them there. I know they sound better that way, so play them that way. If you don't like them, <laughs> well, I'm too bad. But it's it's the way that I want I want you to play with. And so yeah, the artwork came in. We made some uh, some enclosures. We sent them uh, to the demo guys, and they came up with some really cool, really really cool demos. Um, Ian at uh, Emitter Collector made a really cool one, and uh, Jamie Wolford at uh, Archstone make a really cool demo too. And yeah, that's uh, that's our first uh, foray to uh, into the pre-sale game too, to see if people might be interested before we actually make them, like all the big guys are making. Like, hey, I make pedals. I haven't made them yet, but you can buy one. So we tried that too. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, um, if somebody is listening to this, because this is going to come out, uh, I think this is, well, this episode will come up recent enough that I think this will still matter. <laughs> we, in case anybody listening to the podcast didn't know, we, we are usually, uh, we're usually a couple weeks ahead in our recording and release schedule. Yeah, so this this is, uh, you'll be listening to this on the 3rd yeah. of March. So um, if you're listening to this uh, as it's coming out, then uh Go check out Four Track Syndicate on uh, Instagram, and it is, is is what is the Instagram handle? Uh, well, Kevin? well, actually, this is uh, the Four Track Syndicate. This is just the name that we branded the pedal with because we all have our separate companies. But um, you can actually pre-order the pedal on John's site at Rare Buzzer on Instagram. But he's got he's got a real website uh, on rarebuzzer.com. Or rare no no sorry it's it's rarebuzzfx.com. Yeah, yeah. rare okay so yeah if you're if you're if you want to check it out uh, go ahead on there check out the demos uh, maybe pre-order a, a very you know low very number. interesting and low number uh, and probably going to be a bit of a a low total numbers pedal like there's not going to be millions of these things out there no so, no we're not uh, um, and there's going to be physical ones too I mean we. We're basically having fun. We're trying the pre-sale game just to see uh, how it goes. And but our first intention was was to make like maybe like fifteen of them and just uh, build them because because we're two. I mean, we are two guys. Kevin is with us on that, but he's not. Um, he's 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 uh how how we put it on that. We've been bugging him with the Niagara and all our constant conversations all the time. So he's on, uh, he's with us on that project because he had to suffer all the conversations about that. And I mean, he's he's in all the way. But, but uh, John is building the circuits uh, out in Columbus, Ohio, and he's shipping me the the, the 
assemble circuits and I'm making the enclosures here in, uh, in Victoriaville and I'm making the final assembly and I'm just shipping the, the uh, final products out of, uh, out of Quebec to, uh, to whoever buys one. Right on. Well, okay. Yeah. Check out the Niagara um, from the first release from four tracks and uh, go to rarebuzzeffects.com to, uh, to get in on that. And see what it's all about. I've I've been enjoying the videos, and so mm-hmm, I, you know, I hope it does well. I hope you guys uh, find a lot of homes for those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that will be cool. That will be cool. It's 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 a crazy project. This is what it is. I mean, uh, I think we surprise a lot of people with that. I, we, <laughs> I mean, John John is making mainly uh, boost pedals, overdrives. He's he's had a fuzz too, um, and I've been making like. Uh, as you've seen like drives and fuzz and all i think and we just like surprise everyone we're like hey we made a distortion bit crusher everyone <laughs> and, and yeah it's 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 surprising to a lot of people i think but I mean, uh we had fun making it that's what's that's well, what's uh, really cool yeah yeah and that's what ultimately matters the most is is trying to put something creative and fun out there into this world and and uh I think you've done that, and yeah. it sounds like you're happy about it. And I think that's rad as heck. I'm a big yeah. fan of the of the the bit crusher stuff. I really am. I've got a little it's... bit of a little bit of a taste of one on my board right now. And... <laughs> <sighs> yep, it's uh, it's really cool, man. I really like this. Wait, which one do you have? The Niagara. The Niagara. He likes the. Oh, you you got? One? No, I want one, but no, I've got a. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a there's a bit crusher patch on the bit quest from Doctor Scientist. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. I was wondering where you got that. Yeah, so that's the got bit the... quest is not an awesome pedal. Man. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It was crazy because uh, well, we did a, a giveaway and and uh, Ryan Clark had donated a, a pedal to to the giveaway. Uh, and then after we got it back to the house and started playing around with it, it was like, oh my god, I, I have to have one of these. Like, this is so cool. So, yeah, we had that bit quest for like a day, and then I think both of us had bought one within yep. that first week. Within the first week, we definitely, <laughs> definitely ordered one. Um, yeah. But anyways, that's the the bit the bit quest with the the bit crusher patch, and then there's obviously the the full fuzz side of that pedal as well. That uh, really, I'm thinking. Uh, the the difference between that and the Niagara is going to be a really cool avenue to explore, and I I'm uh, I'm I'm in trying to get one eventually. We'll make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how everybody we have on the show keeps saying stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, cool. it's 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 like with everything else you have at some point to. And you have to have samples. I mean, and samples are are boxes, and you have to you have to send some away. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> oh, if, I was if, thinking if you, you were gonna, on... <laughs> you're just giving them the, you... the soft sales pitch. He's gonna make it. <laughs> 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 it seems like everybody's willing for to have us buy their stuff. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. seems like they're cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> now I did, I did, um, I do send free pedals when I can, and, and I think it's important. <laughs> well. Uh, we're, we're, I don't want to fish for a free pedal no. on the air. No. <laughs> we'll do that off air. Well, it, it, is, it is what it is. You have to, if, if you want to build pedals and you want to be like successful a little bit at least, you have to be, uh, 
you have to be willing to let yourself go and have people play with it and talk about it. I, and, I think it, I, you know what, I, I think that's true. And, you know, I compare it in my mind, it compares to like a musician releasing a single. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Because you got you to gotta get people kind of tasting what you're offering and seeing if they like it. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. there's there are people that are super successful that can keep everything to themselves. At some point in their life, they were able to do the magic thing, and now everyone's following them. <laughs> and yeah. it's 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 the same thing with builders. I mean, there's a at some point you're gonna get that little. Um, it's it's not a frustration, but it's 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 some kind of a strange admiration. As to, I mean, I know that there are people that are just. They have a lot of talent. They release incredible stuff, and all the the success they have about selling pedals, it's they should have it. It's like that. But some others are just geniuses in small parts of the pedal business, and I'm <laughs> I'm looking at their business. I'm like, wow, what you did is incredible. And it's not even the pedal. It's the way you just put it out. It's the way you try to sell it. It's the yeah. colors that you offer with it. It's the bag that you give with it. You know, I, I mean, think it's... of uh, of Btronics effects, mm. and and how five years ago nobody that wasn't a company, nobody heard about them, nobody had anything from them, and uh, now they're huge, just exploding everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the designs are great. The circuits are amazing. But the marketing, yeah, the, the marketing is, is amazing. Yep. Everything they do, it's like they're they're just rock stars at every step of the process. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I'm sure there I, was some development in that process. Oh, but whatever it is, where, but, where they've landed is literally on the way to the moon. It's yeah, so it's, awesome. it's crazy. And you know, we had Steve Demidash for, uh, on on the show a while ago. Yeah, and uh, he's uh, he, he was the first to say like, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't do this two years ago, and now yeah. I'm and he's just exploding with and he's you know he's got fantastic stuff and he deserves to explode with it. It's great great stuff. Um, and but it caught him a little bit he, by surprise. What he, what he did is really cool. That the delay that he made. Oh is, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. And it's he just he just pushed the boundaries a little bit further. Yeah, and yep. you, you can try to get a delay of that kind from someone else, but it's not going to be as good as the one he made. And uh, I'm noticing a lot of people making <laughs> delays that are very similar now. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. It's going to happen. What do they call that? Plagiarism is the the ultimate flattery? Uh, imitation. Exactly. Imitation. exactly. imitation is the ultimate flattery, yeah. You see, yeah. you see, the one that I have in mind is, um, I'm, I'm just forgetting names, and it's not because I don't like the guys, but... Uh, <laughs> The the guy the guy that makes the rap pedal with the charge pump in it uh, the three oh um, it's a number on it uh, the, oh, the eighty one nineteen eighty one inventions yeah exactly the nineteen eighty one and it's have you ever seen I, I I have not seen a better publicity campaign than what this guy does no I, I mean it's it's the best but you I mean you, you also his, think about like his background is he. He plays in a very, very successful pop punk band that has been going. For... I was not even aware of that. You yeah, see? so he's. I was he's, not even aware of that. Um, he's been doing that for fifteen, twenty years. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that helps. So he had a built-in, you know, very large fan base that kind of helped. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. But not that he not, not that he isn't skilled at it. it. No, yeah. and and he did do you know. I want to say the gentleman from Bondi Effects, I think, was who he worked with on that. Okay. Um, they developed it, sending, 
stuff back and forth and, and um, collaborating, collaborating and, and tweaking it and, and stuff. And uh, until it was where they were satisfied with it and then they released it and stuff. And yeah, but you're right. You're right, Kev. Like the the marketing strategy was just but over the moon brilliant. And You know, and, th- this guy has like the perfect social media accounts. And this is yeah. what I would love to do. I mean, he's taking pictures with his wife, his kids. Uh, what he's doing is coffee. He's walking on the street. He's tying his shoes. He's got a new cap. He's, I mean, he's doing all the good stuff. And <laughs> I'm looking at that. I'm like, why am I watching that? I'm watching it because it's regular life. Yeah. And this is what I struggle with. I will, I mean, I would love to be more comfortable with the fact of like, oh, you see that? This is my oven. I'm going to, I'm going to take a picture on my oven. Like I've got my hand on it and I'm, and I'm cool. I'm, I'm baking an omelet and look at me because this is my new super fuzz. And I, mean, I, wish, I, I wish I was able to do stuff like that and be more like, uh, be more closer to my clients or the people that might be interested in buying pedals from yeah. me or even like, friends in the pedal community but uh, i'm just not a guy that i'm trying to doing this interview is exactly my first step into the into that kind of world oh Oh, awesome that's a i'm so that's a big honor on our part man thank you huge it's it's not it's not necessarily that i'm shy but it's like like i said a little bit before the the language barrier and the um the fact that uh, maybe I'm not the best selfie taker. I can own some of that too. I, Hal asks me for photos for Instagram all the time. And I, I send him photos. He's like, dude, I can't post this. You know, and, I, and I'm bad for that too. I yeah. hate, I hate seeing pictures of myself. I hate seeing video of myself. I'm a touring artist and I'm using the same pictures I've been using for three years yep. because I'm just like, I don't want people to see new pictures of me. I don't want them to I, like, I don't, I hate that stuff, but I know the value of it. And I, <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So we've been on the, we've been chatting with you for over an hour and uh, I will just say on the air very publicly, the language barrier is not a thing. My no, friend, not you're, a thing. you're a great person That's to right. talk to and I'm, I'm having a great time. So, I actually hate this part of the show because at this point we're a little over our time and we should probably wrap it up, which sucks. (laughs) Always. It's always the worst part of the show, man. When we got to be responsible people and wrap things up. Uh, But yeah, man, just thank you so much for, for coming on the show, for sparing your time, for talking to us and just kind of letting us and letting the, listeners that we have uh, get to know you yeah thanks to you too guys that was a, uh, that was awesome it's been a huge, i really liked it oh i'm glad man it's, it's a huge honor for us and uh you know we'll we'll definitely have to have you on again sometime and yeah just to really hammer this home everyone go check out the four track syndicate mm-hmm. niagara pre-orders are going on right now and then hop over to sound slice effects reverb and check out the sh- the shop and and see what's on there because uh, rad is heck stuff going on there. I've got some new stuff coming in real soon. Ooh, so. and see, yeah, dang it! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like, podcasting doesn't pay as much as you think, all right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, my name is Al. I got a Casper here. I got a Kevin over there. And uh, we're super grateful that you've tuned in and listened to The Culture Guitarist.